five had become her lucky number. That was Sierra's thought as she climbed into the back of the taxi. She slammed the door shut before she said, 123rd Morningside. The turbaned gentleman gave her a cautious glance, and Sierra knew what he was thinking. She hadn't given an address, and she was going up to Harlem, so she must be a jumper. Just because she was young and she was black, he thought she was going to jump out without paying. She wanted to roll her eyes when his glance stayed on her through the rearview mirror, but she smiled instead. He sighed as if it was too late to get rid of her and edged the car away from the curb in front of Madison Square Garden, where she just had lunch at the afternoon martini. From the way the man mumbled, Sierra wondered if he was praying or if he was cursing her out. Well, he didn't have to worry about her jumping. She had way too much class, and she was in a spectacular mood. It was the number five that had her feeling this way. You ladies are still at the top of the gospel charts. Yvonne, Destiny's Diva's manager, had told her, Rain, and Liza over a celebratory lunch. Love Unlimited is hanging tough. Still number one. That's five weeks now, right? Rain had asked. Yep. Yvonne had nodded and then raised her martini glass and toast to the women. And I've just confirmed your tour schedule. Another city was added, Winston-Salem. So, 20 cities, five weeks. We'll start in Houston and end right here in the garden. For Sierra, that part was both exciting and disconcerting. She was looking forward to the pampering that came with staying in upscale hotels and being whisked from one place to the next in limousines. But on the downside, she would be away from Andre for a long time. As the cab rolled up 8th Avenue, Sierra pulled out her phone to check to see if she had any messages from him. Nothing. So she clicked over to her Twitter timeline. But as she scrolled through the updates that she'd missed in the last 10 minutes, her mind was on the love of her life. This wasn't the best time to be leaving. Not with her birthday coming up in a week. She was going to be 25 five days after Valentine's Day, and Andre was about to propose to her. Though Sierra wasn't sure if he was going to do it on Valentine's Day or wait for her actual birthday. He hadn't exactly shared his plans, but he'd given her a boatload of clues letting her know what was coming. Like the hint he gave her a few weeks back, the two of them were bumping arms and shoulders and legs while they jockeyed for position inside her bathroom, which had only enough square footage for one and a half people at a time. Baby, we need a house, he'd said as he smiled at her through the cracked vanity mirror. Really? We? She'd repeated, wanting to make sure she'd heard him right. He nodded. Uh-huh, with lots of bedrooms and bathrooms, he laughed. Sierra's heart had almost stopped beating. The only time a man talked about a house was when he was ready for a wife. That's what her mother had told her. Hint number two came a couple of days later, when she was at his apartment, 
and she'd noticed that the pictures were down. Finally, the pictures that had been the bane of their relationship, the pictures of his ex-fiancee who'd broken off their engagement just a few days before Sierra and Andre had met. How many fights had they had about the photographs that Andre still had on the living room mantle? Whatever the number, the conversation was always the same. Why do you still have pictures of her? Sierra would ask. I already told you I'm not taking down pictures of my mother. Okay, true. Andre's mother was in all the pictures with that girl. But there had to be a way to handle this. Sierra wanted Andre to either get new pictures of his mother or grab a pair of scissors and get to cutting out old girl, a project she would happily take on if he wouldn't.